we are back with the Running Lifestyle Culture podcast. We have a very special guest, Miss Caitlin Phillips. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Great. Um, so on the podcast, I always get people to give uh, an intro. So give us an intro. Who are you? Where are you? Oh, God. Um, my name is Caitlin Phillips. I'm based in New York. Uh, I've been running for some time now. <laughs> Going on, God, how many? Almost three decades. Wow. Um, yeah. And I guess, what else can I say about myself? Um, yeah, I ran in high school, ran in college at University of Kentucky. Um, took a break after school, started running in New York, kind of became, you know, uh, introduced to the running scene here. So, yeah, going on 14 years in New York. Nice. Cool. And I guess a two-time Olympic trials qualifier. Woo! There you go. <laughs> there you go. So what are the Olympic trials for people who don't know? Because obviously this is going to be listened to in the UK. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the US Olympic trials. Um well, here we we basically have a race for the Olympics, which you have a window of a you have a pretty big window, three years I think, to qualify for this race, which will then determine the three athletes that go on to the Olympics. Um, so it's kind of like I would say a bit of like a, a rite of passage in yeah. <laughs> competitive women's running in the U.S. Nice. Um, there were nearly, I think there were five, were there 500, 500 athletes, I think. Oh, wow. This year? Yeah. Yeah. Or female athletes. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, this was the biggest ever by far. I think I ran the trials in 2016, and there were maybe like 200 athletes. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so top five, then, top 500 in the country. Yeah, more or less, and you can qualify pretty much at any like uh, any marathon, or I guess you can also qualify in the half. That's like a, you know yeah has the right you know certified ushdf yeah. cool. uh, conditions so you're in the top 500 um yes amazing yeah. that's incredible uh and you're doing this that's well sorry that's very kind <laughs> it's, it's it's true um <laughs> and you're doing this all while working too yes yeah how'd you find it um the trials itself it was pretty cool um again it was my second time so it was kind of I was I felt a little bit more relaxed going in obviously I wasn't you know I knew I wasn't contending for the top three spots so yeah. it was more just about like having a good experience and a yeah. good race yeah um so yeah it's it's pretty rad to like have this uh this experience with all these other amazing female athletes yeah. it's just like a, it's a special weekend yeah yeah so. it sounds it sounds and looks you know i followed you on instagram and seen kind of you know how 
how you guys all kind of get geared up towards it and it sounds and looks incredible it looks like a it's it's a highlight and highlight of the running calendar over there yeah definitely and and at the moment you're you're part of a group is that right yeah um i guess well it's been like about a year and a half since we started um Mm -hmm. distance project nyc um yeah it's a it's a at the moment small women's like competitive women's team in new york um and yeah so i was pretty fortunate because i had six six uh teammates who also qualified for the trials wow so yeah we had a big contingent which was really fun that's really cool and like how did you guys all kind of how did you meet how did it start um it was really kind of just a collective idea i think that we'd been talking about for my boyfriend just came downstairs and <laughs> he's like what are you doing um yeah so it was kind of this collective idea of a bunch of women that kind of run with regularly over the years um some of us had been on teams before and you know kind of found that it wasn't exactly what they were looking for in terms of like support Mm -hmm. and yeah so it just kind of evolved into starting a team cool um so it's been interesting it's been um we started as this collective so we all kind of like make decisions together and um, some of us train more regularly together, but it's really kind of like loose in structure in terms of like practice and stuff. Nice. And like in terms of galvanizing other women kind of to join, how does that work? Like do people just turn up and you guys train and say like, yeah, join in or like how? So I think it's more, I mean, New York is such a unique place and that everyone kind of lives in, trains in close proximity to one another mm-hmm. or at least we did before you know the last couple yeah, of months yeah. but um you know a lot of us a lot of people in new york have similar coaches but aren't necessarily on the same team so you know um i have i have a friend who runs for nyack who has the same coach will and will kind of like group up in that way mm-hmm. or like leading up to trials there were obviously i think there were 20 people 20 women in new york that qualified yeah so we were actually um doing fairly regularly training together okay um, that's cool yeah nice um so kind of when you're training with the group is that something that keeps you motivated or like what's your what would you say is your go-to when you feel like oh i'm having a yeah i'm having a terrible week what's your go-to what how do you stay motivated <laughs> i usually so during the week i usually have like a pretty uh a pretty regular meetup with like one or two people that i'm training with yeah. to do like a harder workout and then the weekends is really where it might be a group of like you know 10 of us or 15 of us that'll be running together but um i would say honestly that that part of it and that the community element of it is really why i'm still doing it at this point um Mm -hmm. 
it's really tough to do. I mean, I think, you know, running is for me anyways, at this point in my life and athletic career, it's super social. So yeah, that's, that's definitely something that keeps me motivated. Mm. Um, you know, and makes it more fun yeah. than if I'm just doing it on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Which is part of why I haven't really been running that much. Lately, <laughs> I guess. But yeah, definitely. I hear you. And what keeps you healthy? Do you think like, are there certain things you do? Do you get like ten hours sleep, or drink a oh beer God. after after every every session, or um, turn your phone off? Is there anything that you like? You're like that keeps me healthy. If I do this, I'll stay healthy. Honestly, I think probably like the most obvious thing to me is just taking breaks and kind of having an understanding of how much I can push myself within a given training cycle um, in terms of like volume and also intensity. Um, I think, you know, running, like being able to focus on a couple of high quality days a week and not, not being super hard on myself about like, Oh, this run was like, at 8:30 pace or s- slower sometimes you know if it's yeah. if it's one of my recovery days i think taking recovery seriously in general both within the training cycle uh or within you know the week but also then like knowing when to take a day off knowing when you need a month off yeah um i think yeah i think the big part of it for me is I think giving myself space and time in between like training cycles is really important mentally and emotionally. And it keeps me excited when I'm actually training. Nice. So obviously there's going to be some new runners listening to this podcast. And I think you've alluded to like listening to your body. Um, But sometimes they won't have the kind of the the experience of you know as you said three decades to listen to their body yeah. like do you <laughs> yeah. have any any kind of like shortcuts so they can <laughs> they can realize like okay this is a day i should be running or this is a day i shouldn't be running oh gosh that's a really hard because i think it's one of those things um you know the, the more you do it like i'm still learning so much yeah um and I think, you know, I think it's, it's really hard to get to a point where you trust yourself and you, yeah, um, you trust that you're working hard enough, but you also have the confidence to know when to chill out, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I think there's, I, I mean, for me, like working full time, I think there have been training cycles where it's been easier to really push through and then somewhere like for the trials for example I was like it was it you know work was really challenging and I couldn't run as much as I wanted to I wasn't feeling as confident um but yeah it's like there's there's an ebb and flow to everything so kind of gotta just like trust your instincts and I would say for beginning runners start slow like not not you know run slow but like don't feel bad about doing like 
walk jog or something like that or incorporating you know days off or you know give yourself um, a lot of space a lot of room to go easy running incorporate easy running i would say that's a big a big piece to like beginner running and and you um you mentioned like you had a kind of a difficult time leading up to the trials but i did read your caption once when you ran berlin and mm-hmm. and you stood at the start line and you had a did you have a cold i think oh um <laughs> but you ran like a like a <laughs> two a 230 two. or something ridiculous um i had a really i had a as close to a perfect build up for a race leading up to berlin um so i felt super confident was that 2019 that race. um yeah 2019 yeah. um and i got a cold or yeah i don't even know what i had but i i don't know if it was like you know it's the taper your immune system's kind of like yeah. not in a great place but uh i got a cold should we explain I, should we explain that for people who don't know oh the the like the taper, taper yeah situation yeah you can probably explain it better than i can well we'll do it together you you know the science behind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're coming up to a marathon after doing some really heavy training you have a heavy cycle training cycle your immune system does become more susceptible that's 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 basically it really right and and you has this has it happened to you many times? Would you say, Caitlin, or? Uh, yeah, I think either leading up to the race or right after. Yeah. If you're lucky, it happens after. But the last two times I've run Berlin, um, I got sick the week of the race. Yeah. So. So you're you're at your physical peak and. Um, that can also mean that your body has been working at its limit. So that right. means that your immune system is more susceptible to viruses. Um, and yeah, the fitter you are, the more careful sometimes you have to be as well. Right. Yeah. Um, Sorry, carry on. 2019, Berlin, you're at the start yeah, line. 2019, Berlin. Um, <laughs> I can't even remember what the question was. <laughs> You, you got you got you got a virus and then or some yeah. some illness and you you kind of you were at the start line feeling you you'd, you're feeling awful but you'd had a good tune up to the race good kind of build up to the yeah race. I had had a very good build up I was very excited going in um, and then you know I I think too when you're when you're that focused on a goal like that. Um, mentally i was a mess yeah before race. so i was i was like almost in tears on the starting line yeah. being like oh why me yeah. <laughs> why is this happening yeah um but i think you know once i got once i could i, I was just i wanted the race to start so i could stop thinking about how it was going to end up if that makes sense mm-hmm. but um once yeah, you got, once you got really going, confident. did you? Once you got going, and, did you feel good? Did you like? Did it just click? I don't know if I ever really felt like uh, I did feel good at parts of the race for sure. But the first half, I was so like still conscious of yeah 
how I was feeling and I didn't want to like overdo it. Yeah. Um, you know, even like the best of circumstances, I think the marathon, you could be 20 miles in and you still don't necessarily like it, you could be having a great race yeah. and then, you know, suddenly minutes in the last yeah. 10k or 5k even. Yeah. The wheels fall off. I've been yeah. there. I've been there. <laughs> yeah, haven't we all? <laughs> exactly. Um, so your your training strategy, you mentioned easy running. Is that kind of like a cornerstone of what you do? Um, for sure. I would say um, my coach ran for Hanson's. Um, okay. So it's kind of based in high mileage and you know with like two to three higher intensity days but i would say usually two given that i'm also working Mm -hmm. so i would say like we'll do some kind of like if i'm training for a race like berlin where it's flat i'll go to the track and do something like kind of faster on a wednesday and then do like a longer sustained effort on saturday yeah cool and like when you say high mileage how 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 far are you talking um if i'm like in a if i'm in a marathon training cycle i'll be running like anywhere from like 95 to like 115 miles a week Um, but i mean on the higher end would be my preference personally but um what why do you feel that do you feel that gives you like confidence you feel you get more robust I do think it gives me a layer of confidence um, that, I don't know, it's just like, I I think too, part of like doing running or having run for so long, there are, there are kind of like few things left to achieve in terms of training. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, So like, yes, within a workout, you might be able to do a certain workout better than you ever have before but then there's like you know there's just milestones that you're like okay like i've never done this thing before and yeah you know running you know yeah over 110 miles a week consistently and staying healthy that's that yeah definitely brought i think a level of confidence and also that like my coach trusted me to to do yeah. that I was that I was able to do that yeah and I guess also like your your athletic profile in terms of like we talk well I've talked to people about kind of like the the different systems and if you're if you've been running for so long it can be um really beneficial to you for you to change like the aerobic system which is the system that utilizes like you running for longer um, right and that uses you know your mitochondria which are cells within your or organ like within your cells they 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 kind of like burn more fuel more effectively um mm-hmm. especially because once you start running over you know 90 minutes you you're, you're fueling you want it you want to rely on your body um, right yeah and not not too much on gels and stuff like that so yes um give me the science yeah a little bit of the science a little bit of breakdown of the science which is cool so um cool. what do you want to achieve in the future what's your what are you going for? What are you doing? Oh God. Um, you can just say like, I'm just here for the social, like there's no pressure. <laughs> That's definitely a big part of it. I think, um, gosh, I mean, 
it's I'm definitely in a weird headspace now amidst you know what's going on in the world. Um, but I think too, obviously recognizing that you know I probably have a few years of competitive running left um, where you know I can still run faster than I have before. Um, so yeah, I obviously I think I have some like time based goals that I'd like to go for. Do you want to put them out there into the ether? <laughs> I mean, let's just say I think I can run faster than my current PR. Um, which is? Which is 234.43. Amazing. Um, yeah, and that was that was at Berlin in 2019. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think, I think there's more to achieve there, but I think to I'm kind of trying to shift into like how do I help other people run you know and enjoy running um so I've been coaching a little bit here and there um and that's definitely something I'd I'd like to continue doing more of I think that'll be um an amazing move. I remember um I ran Berlin twenty eighteen and we had a chat in a bar. Yes. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, It's the midweek long run. It's just the midweek long run. That's what you need. <laughs> and I ch- I changed that. I did a midweek yeah. long run and um I think like for those who don't know, I was like I'm a sprinter at heart, so I've always been like hundred meter, two hundred meter sprinter. So my body's just like, What how long do you want me to run for? So when I'm running like a half marathon, I'm kind of like, yeah, okay, I can, I can do this. I can, I can do like a one sixteen and feel great. But twenty six miles, I'm like, this is alien. My body just doesn't know what to do. So for a long time, I was trying to break three hours. And um, Caitlin was there when I did uh, Berlin in twenty eighteen, and that was probably like, I think that was my ninth attempt. Um, so I, I, I tried to for quite, quite a while to to break three hours, and then Caitlin just said, listen. Just run a bit longer, middle of the week, and you'll be good. And that's what I did. And I broke three hours. So thanks, Caitlin. You coached so me. You attribute that. You coached me. So yeah, we'll attribute it just to you. <laughs> um, that's fine. That's fine. And in terms of like <clears throat> running the Olympic trials, just going back to that a little bit, I think, because, you know, you've run it twice. Do you think you want to run it one more time? And like Yeah, definitely. If I'm still if I'm still going. Um it's just such a cool experience. Um and I think you know from like the first time I did it to the second time I did it, you that's like 4 years of running that kind of gave me a lot of confidence yeah. and um, I was able to enjoy this last one a lot more. That's good that to hear. Yeah, yeah. And it's really, it's just a fun weekend because, you know, every everyone's there to run or watch or... Um, the big social aspect. Hang out, yeah. The, the so, stuff you love. Yeah, definitely some, some fond memories from the weekend, so... Nice. Yeah, hopefully we'll do it again. Sounds great. Yeah, I think so. I think it will turn. The tide will turn. Um, so I didn't mention this, but 
every person who comes on the podcast has to give us give us the track of the podcast and then i pay like i play a 10 second snippet of it at the end so i just need to know what track you would play right now what is your track of the podcast oh god um what song are you playing at the moment on repeat what have i been i don't even know what i've been listening to i've been listening to a lot of classical music oh that's that's cool if you want to... i couldn't name a specific track um oh god i have no idea um you'll have to send me one don't worry if okay you one. yeah send me one and um i'll play the 10 seconds at the end of the podcast okay sick love it um yeah just to mix it up gives us a flavor of who the person is who came on so yeah um, i like it thank, cool. thank you for coming on to the podcast yeah thanks for having me when races are nice back sorry so nice to chat yeah it's good to chat definitely um the wonders of technology we live in a, a world yeah. where we can do this which is good uh when races are back i'd like to get you back on and just talk about kind of like how you're feeling how things yeah. are going um, i'd love that and then maybe can race and travel and yeah exactly that would be that'd be good um share the road together and maybe also I'll get you on with one of our powerhouses from over here. Oh, that'd be amazing! Yeah. Women, women training partner um, that I've I've got. So um, I've got an idea to, to to bring us to bring us all together. So that would be a very a very cool kind of um, running lifestyle culture women's kind of women's hour. I think I'd call it or something like that. So yeah, Love we'll it. definitely get that get, get that going. Um, thank you, Caitlin. Cool, thank you. In the end, Caitlin came through with her track of the week and it is ESG, My Love For You. Here's a 10 second snippet. some pure disco vibes in there big love to caitlin for recording this podcast with me it was probably around april we did this but i think right now at this time with what's happening in america this is probably the best time for me to release this i hope you're enjoying your run if you're listening to this on the run or you're just chilling and listening to this this has been the running lifestyle culture podcast we'll be back next week with another episode Coach Manny, out. Peace.